The Minding Your Business podcast is produced by a group of professionals and business owners that live and work north of Boston. We are all in different professions and get together weekly to share ideas and best practices that are helpful to us in our businesses and in our family and personal lives. We started the Minding Your Business podcast to share these ideas to a wider audience. Good morning, and welcome to the Minding Your Business podcast. I'm your host, Amy LaMarche from Salem Five Bank in Wilmington, and I am here today with Asunta Perez, Esquire. I should say that sounds so formal. Doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) She's from the DeMori Law Group. Um, Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. Well, I'm very happy to be here. I really enjoy, you know, sitting and talking to, to interesting people. And we've had a number of great guests over time. We haven't done family law yet. So I'm excited to learn more from you and uh, have you put your information out there. Now, if you look at, listen to our introduction, um, what we really try to do is provide a resource to people and some sort of uh, information that they can take with them to apply to their work life or their family life, uh, their business. Um, so I, please um, give me some information about a little bit about your background and um, your firm. And sorry, this is a loaded question, but I know um, family law is much more than divorce. So maybe you could give me a little laundry list of the types of things you deal with. Certainly. Um, I know we don't have a lot of time, so I'll I'll do the best I can. And you could always invite me back. So that would be wonderful. That's a plan. Great. Um, as you said, my name's Asunta Perez, and I'm a family law attorney at DeMori Law. Um, we have a number of offices, one right here in Wilmington, Burlington, and Stoneham in Massachusetts. I have been practicing family law for 28 years. I graduated Suffolk Law School. And family law, which I like to say as opposed to divorce, whatever, encompasses so much more, as you indicated, than just a divorce. I deal with adoptions. I deal with people who are seeking to leave the Commonwealth with their children and relocate to another state. There's also um, contempts, modifications, child support, alimony, uh, paternities. Um, Mm -hmm. There's so many things that are involved, restraining orders, unfortunately, and domestic violence. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's all-encompassing. Wow. That, that really is a broad, broad spectrum, and I would imagine you become uh, expert in all these areas over time, especially with your 28 years of experience. I'm sure you've seen it all. You, you say, yes, I should, but there's always something new that might come up. But um, as far as when we have to go before the judges, they have seen most of it. And sometimes that's difficult for your client or individuals to understand. I try to make their case as very special as possible because of what they're going through, and it's so difficult for them. But a judge, a lot of times, they've seen it. And something that might be so important and so difficult for a client 
is just a matter of fact for a judge. As an example, um, adultery. People will say, well, he cheated on me or she cheated on me. I mean, I should get more of this and more of that. And it doesn't work that way. Uh, you know, that's only one issue of many that the courts look at. Gotcha. And so it, it's tough sometimes to try to explain to a client that, yes, it hurts. Yes, it's it's not right. It's not fair. But... It really doesn't make that much of a difference, unfortunately. In, in, the, in the court side. Now, again, we, we, we could probably have a podcast for a full day to cover all the different areas. Um, but I wondered today if we could talk specifically about divorce and, you know, maybe some thoughts for um, people who might be having some difficulties in their relationship and they're not sure what to do and whether, you know, divorce should be on the table. Um, can you can you give some general tips and directions when, you know, as you try to sort of navigate what the next step would be? Certainly. Um, everybody's case would be different as to why they are having troubles in the marriage or thinking about leaving. And that's one of the most difficult decisions to make. Essentially, should you stay in the marriage or should you go? And that could take months, years for it to happen. Mm -hmm. And if there is domestic violence involved, it could even take longer than that. And that is something that each person going through it has to leave or stay when they're ready. Mm -hmm. Don't talk to other people and don't be coerced by other people and say, well, I've never, I wouldn't stay for that. You should be out of there by now. Mm -hmm. Only you know when you're ready to make such a major decision in your life. And people should not get upset with themselves if it has taken them longer than a friend of theirs, mm-hmm. or someone else that they may know. So where, again, where where would one start in the decision-making process? Is there a place that um, they can go to talk to someone? Um, would you enter into the uh, picture in the early stages? Like, again, what, where, what would you suggest to someone sort of with it on their mind, who's like, well, how do I know? (laughs) Well, one thing I would always ask um, someone who would have come to me or anyone who would ask my opinion on is, okay, maybe have you thought about marriage counseling first? Mm -hmm. It doesn't work for everybody. Not everybody wants it, but it is something to think about, you know, depending upon what the issues are. And if you've done that and you're still waffling back and forth, you're not ready to make a decision, well, have you thought about talking to someone, a counselor, individually? And Mm -hmm. a lot of times people don't make the decision because they just don't know what is available to them. They're afraid. Sometimes the unknown is worse than... a a bad marriage. Mm -hmm. So I would advise people, reach out. Reach out to an attorney. 
um, reach out. You can go online. You could reach out to me. I give um, free consultations, and I will sit down. I won't get very specific into their personal case, but I certainly will let them know what it is that they could be you know, eligible for, what what's out there for them. Mm-hmm. And I can also empathize with them because I've been through a terrible divorce. Um, I've actually been through a divorce that there was domestic violence. And this is the perfect example of a person who has been battered, how they feel. I would be going into court representing my clients, tell them to get a restraining order and move on, and I'd be going back to an abusive relationship. Oh, gosh, yes. Okay? So uh, that's when I said you really have to be ready. You almost have to hit rock bottom on anything Mm -hmm. to say, okay, this is it. I'm ready to move on. But as I said, call someone. Get some advice as to what what could possibly happen in your divorce or your separation. And you might feel more at ease afterwards. Knowledge is a powerful tool. Now, again, you said they can call you. Um, Are there other sort of counseling services in general available to people? Do you look it up online, uh, mediation? Uh, Where would one find the best resources? Okay, it's the, I'm always asked, okay, what's your perfect client, your best client? But it's, they need to find what's the best attorney for them. And sometimes they have to shop around, just like you would if you were buying an outfit. Yeah. Okay, okay, let me talk to this person and see what they're like. Let me talk to the other person. And you have to see what is comfortable with you. Because as I said, this is one of the most time-consuming it can be an emotionally draining event in your life. And um, you need to make sure that you feel comfortable with the person that is handling it for you. Now, at what, at what point would someone contact an attorney? Um, again, you had suggested counseling to begin with. Um, again, the, the best resource for a counselor would be a state agency or... Uh, through your health insurance company or calling an attorney to get a referral to a counselor? What's the best way to find a a good marriage counselor? Uh, Okay. Well, I mean, I actually work with divorce coaches. Okay. Okay. And that's becoming a big thing now that um, people will want to work with them. They're more available to them. You know, it's not like, okay, my appointment's at 9 o'clock Tuesday. I can't reach them before that. So this is becoming a big trend now to work with these um, these counselors. And a lot of times they work hand-in-hand hand with, with me, you know, on a case. I could be handling things in court, but they're right there also working with the, um, the client to help them emotionally go through. So it's another support, and it's a great thing that that you can have. 
And is that once it's determined that divorce is the best course of action, or is that uh, initially to see if there are other options? You don't have to decide if it's divorce. They could help you with that also. All right? And then, as I said, if you've decided that, okay, I want to proceed, then it's important to decide, well, how do you want to proceed? A lot of people are hurt and angry, and they just want to fight for everything. And that's litigation, which I'm a litigator. But that's not the only route. And that route can also be more emotionally draining and financially draining. Mm -hmm. Okay, You could do an uncontested divorce where the parties are... They're getting divorced, but they're still friendly, and so they've made an agreement on what they really want. Okay. And then if they would come to me, I would give them guidance to see whether or not what they've agreed to would be accepted by the court. Uh-huh. Okay. 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 I'm also a trained mediator. Okay. And gotcha. that is a way that I highly recommend people to try to do. And it is less confrontational, very informal, less costly, and it can get done a lot sooner than litigation can. So the mediation does not involve the courts at all? It doesn't involve the courts until everything is completed. Then you're still required to go in front of the judge with an agreement and everything and have it approved. But essentially, what people don't understand is a judge has certain perimeters that they have to follow, Mm -hmm. and they have a heavy caseload. They will not be as creative in um, drafting an order for a divorce as the parties can be. And that's important for them to know that if we sit down and we discuss, okay, what are you looking for? Do you hear what the other one wants? All right, let's try to put this in a way that both of you are can live with it. Mm-hmm. And that the court will approve. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. So the so there would be times where you draft an agreement and it goes before the judge who says, nope, can't do it. Exactly. Because yeah. they fear, uh, feel it's inequitable? Or... Yes, yes. Or if, they've, if parties have gone in on their own and the agreement wasn't drafted properly enough so the, a judge might feel either of the parties may not be really getting their due or properly represented, and they'll say, no, they need to go get an attorney to review this and everything. So that's why the drafting of an agreement is so important Mm -hmm. because every situation is different and you need to be able to draft it so the judge says, okay, I understand why you're doing this and under these circumstances, it is fair and reasonable. And then he or she puts the stamp of approval. Exactly. The agreement's in place. It's a working legal document. Yep. And so on. And and you had mentioned in your intro that you also do modifications. Did did I hear that? Yes. So 
and modifications would be something that would be drafted after a judgment has gone into place. Things change. Things could change regarding the children, regarding support. Someone may lose a job, so you need to modify things in order to change the agreement. And that, again, can be done the same way. It can be either litigated or the parties. You can try to help them, work with them to reach an agreement and move the matter forward. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people, I also do prenups and postnuptial agreements. And a lot of the, um, I'll say younger generation, without giving away my age right now, (laughs) They're more and more they're coming to have that done. They want to, um, they have, they're getting married older, okay, and they both might have their separate properties, and so they want to make sure that certain things are addressed now just in case the marriage doesn't happen Yes, last. yes, yes. Oh, that so that would be a prenup. Yeah. Postnup is is you're married, you know. Presumably things are going okay, but you say you know what we should get some ground rules on the table in case exactly. things go sour. Yes. Okay. Yes, and, and we, it's important because both of them have to be fair and reasonable, both when you're drafting them, and if they are ever get contested. And people do contest them, even though they sign them. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's important, again, for the agreement, for the reasoning why you've entered into this, to be plain for a judge to be able to rule properly on it later on. Because the the judge is not going to invest a lot of any emotion, probably, and not not a lot of brain power because they've got to move on to the next. So it's got to be laid out and clear or else it's not going to get the approval and it's back to the drawing board. Yes. Yes. You don't have a a lot other than a trial, which you have a lot of time, well, more time to argue things in front of the judge and to present evidence. When you go before a judge on a motion or even on an agreement, you don't have that long of a time. You, you might have 10 minutes, mm-hmm. you know, between arguing for the judge, having them look at it and everything. So it's really not a lot of time to get everything that you want to get before the judge. Now, I would imagine it's up to the attorney to present everything to the judge. So clearly you need the right attorney, presumably you. Yes, um, okay, I'm so glad. <laughs> if, if the fit is right, right? If and, it, definitely. Um, and then the, the attorney has to do all the prep work and just be ready to go to court, present it, bada bing, bada boom, hopefully get the approval. And are the, um, is the husband and wife, are, are they generally present for that? Yes. When you go in either for a motion or even for approval of an agreement, the parties have to be present. And they basically are put under oath for an agreement to get a divorce. They are um, put under oath. They have to state that they've read it, that they understand it, that they know all the financial information of the other person, and they think that they've made full disclosure, and that they think it's fair and reasonable for their situation 
And that's, again, we go back to the wording of the agreement because you might have what basically looks like the same issues in a case, but when you dig deeper, you find out this, okay, there's facts that are different. So the same agreement won't work for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. More, more than I ever wanted to know about <laughs> divorce. <laughs> but um, I know, you know, there's... It's necessary information, and it, I it and is. I hope that uh, people listen and and have picked up something uh, useful from this time. Um, I would very much like to bring you back at a later date to go into the details of you know maybe custody, maybe the um, domestic violence, which I'm sure. Um, a lot of people would like um, information and support uh, in, and um, just to get to know you better and um, you know learn more about what you can offer. Um, I would I, love to do that. It, I mean, there is so much information, and even just sitting here, I might have okay, I might have forgot something. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, there's there's always more time to come back yes. and, <laughs> and and revisit it again. We try to keep the podcast short, so there are little snippets of information that sort of give you a taste, and then again, hopefully, you revisit or uh, perhaps contact Asunta at Demore Law. Um, can can you give me your or can you offer up your contact information oh, most in definitely. case people have more questions? Yes, and, and as I said, I um, I do give um, free consultations, and you're more than welcome to reach out to me. The phone number I'm locating in the Burlington office, but I do go to uh, Newburyport, Stoneham, or Wilmington, whichever is convenient for a person. The main number is 781-229-7900, and my direct extension is extension 24. Mm-hmm. Great. And that's Great. 781-229-7900, extension 24. You can look up my credentials and see more about me on our webpage, which is at www. Dot Demori, that's D as in David, A M O R E hyphen law dot com. And you can reach me on my email, which is A Perez, P E R E Z, at Demori hyphen law dot com. Great, great. Thank you. And I need to, to close by saying. Thank you so much to WCTV. We're in their podcast studio. They are a community studio available for Wilmington residents, Wilmington businesses, Wilmington uh, civic organizations. Um, tremendous resource with wonderful staff who help with the technical stuff. And if you've listened to other uh, podcast, you know that I struggle with that a little bit uh, with timing, <laughs> uh, but usually I get the music on at some point. Um, you can find other podcasts, other uh, Minding Your Business podcasts on Stitcher and SoundCloud and on the WCTV.org webpage. Um, there is a podcast link that lists all of our podcasts. And in the past, we've covered things like, you know, plumbing and, and uh, heating for uh, the winter time, 
um, how to sort of organize and declutter your space. Um, we've talked about wills and trusts and estate planning. And um, let's see, we talked about promotional um, items and, oh goodness, I forget the, the actual terminology, but I had Mike Shampoo uh, from Winbook Promotions on, who was a selectman in town for many years. And uh, so lots of interesting stuff. So please search our podcast and see if you find anything else you'd like to listen to. And uh, we'll be back with Asunta probably in a few months with a follow-up podcast. Great. I look forward to it. Thank you.